Welcome to Forecast, the Foreshadow podcast, seeking glimpses of heaven on earth through conversations about people's lives and work. Foreshadow is a Christian literary magazine, and this season, our theme is Songs of Ascents, Pilgrimage and Worship, Exploring the Journeys We Make in Search of Wholeness. I'm Will, and today, joining me in a car ride on a pilgrimage, no less, uh, as it were, is my friend Matt Cheney. How are you doing, Matt? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, nice to nice to get a good day of fishing in today. Yes. So, truth be told, our our proper pilgrimage, or our or, or the pilgrimage proper, depending upon how you want to say that, began uh, with a a sense of calling. You can say uh, at at about ten a.m. Uh, yesterday morning. Uh, where I felt, you know, an urge to take advantage of uh, a diminishing weather window to get in some fishing on the coast, which is four hours away from where the area where Matt and I live, and uh, and then literally Matt Matt's calling was a phone call from me, I guess a text first, but then a call, and then uh, he answered said calling and agreed to join me on this pilgrimage to the coast, and we are now. Returning triumphantly with fish in tow in yeah, the icebox. Successful, uh, a successful journey. Yes, the pilgrimage was achieved. But during the course of our drive here, um, it, it became abundantly clear to me that, uh, wow, Matt had some very insightful and interesting things to say about uh, his own life journey and especially kind of where that is now. And I thought, man, what a perfect guest for uh, my last episode, my last solo episode of our season about pilgrimage and journey and, and these sorts of things and, and encounter. So without further ado, I am going to proceed to ask you first, Matt, uh, when I say those words, pilgrimage or, or journey, uh, or, or use some of this language that you heard me use in the introduction, what, what does that conjure for you, or what does that, uh, how would you define those terms? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, I think journey is probably uh, the one that, that sticks out to me, um, and that's, that's really something uh, that I've started to think about more, uh, you know, where I have been, uh, where I'm at, where I might be going. Um, and just really, really uh, analyzing those those uh, those experiences that I've had in the past, and uh, and uh, you know my my former self, uh, who is who is also a part of my current self, uh, and just just really uh, finding finding uh, both both empathy and uh, and meaning in those previous experiences, and sort of retranslating them into the present. Um, that's that's really I guess where I'm at on the journey now is uh, is trying to integrate all those all those uh, former former selves former experiences into a cohesive narrative uh, that 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 uh, I guess ties all together uh, in, in me Matt you know and, and to my sense of self. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, during our physical journeying right now to and fro and in, in our conversations. One of the things that's come up is this idea about spiral dynamics and 
that's its own real podcast. Literally, it's many podcasts, and it's worth worthy of its own explorations in, in a subsequent episode. But the general premise of Spiral Dynamics is sort of about like social cognitive evolution and sort of individuals having uh, different perspectives or paradigms with which they operate in, and they can sort of see the world or see themselves, and that there are sort of different layers of a spiral and they, all of these things are within us and yet like you you move you might move uh upward uh toward uh, a better understanding of of uh not only yourself but uh of ways in which you can account for multiple worldviews and multiple ways of seeing things and so much of what we've talked about and i think and realized about one another is this capacity to um, look to our pasts and assess our presence as being these complicated and uh, uh, ever-changing and yet definitely fractured realities where there are rifts and where we may not have had language in the past to describe those things. I think more and more, both you and I, maybe from different spaces and different angles, have began to cultivate means and ways to talk about or describe yeah. uh, that observation, th those rifts, and then how we navigate those rifts. So talk a little bit about that and this journey that you're on of navigating both some of those rifts that you've experienced personally uh, and then also maybe where you continue to see them in the world or in experiences that you've had. Yeah, no, this uh, this concept of rifts, uh, I'm new to Spiral Dynamics too, and uh, this sort of uh, grabbed my attention. I, I think the most immediate one that um, we both we both immediately uh, sort of landed on an example is, is uh, the, the, the COVID pandemic uh, caused what felt, I mean, I think everyone felt that rift. Um, you know, you were either, you were on one of two, one of two sides of that rift um, and it and really did just rip through uh, all of us. And, um, you know, I, I felt, uh, you know, gripped at times sort of remembered 
going to to this uh, Southern Baptist church and just and one of the I mean favorite favorite sermons favorite focus I would say almost to the point of uh, it was I was almost fetishized uh, to a certain extent was uh, the fire and brimstone uh, attitude towards towards homosexuality and this is uh, was was uh, it was very confusing uh, very. Um, obvious to me that something could not be right, and I guess uh, that was, it was both challenging as uh, a young, a young lad, a uh, young, young man, you know, 10, 10 years old or so, uh, to, to sort of feel that, um, and to intuitive, or just to have very direct evidence of uh, one of these cannot be true, um, either, either my existence is, is, is sinful, uh, just by nature of me being part of the family that I'm a part of, and uh, that that's very wrong, um, and or you know there's something wrong with this religion uh, that is presented as as sort of absolute truth and uh, infallible. Uh, so that that was I guess a personal uh, I guess a, a time when I experienced a, a bit of a rift, uh, sort of standing or sitting in the middle of the rift and can see it on both sides of me and just not sure what the, uh, what the right answer was, um, and, uh, you know, fast forward to my time in the military, I think, um, one of the things that compelled me to join the military, uh, was, was a call to serve in a broader context. I, I didn't really have a specific, you know, sort of philosophical definition of what that meant or, you know, I, I couldn't have articulated it that way, but I, I, uh, I felt compelled to serve and I felt that the military, based on sort of the cultural understanding and, uh, I guess shared understanding or see like a perceived perception of what the military is and what it does and what, what people who are in the military do, uh, seem to be a noble and, uh, you know, worth, worthy cause and a way to grow as a, a person who serves, um, and uh, that, uh, you know, how how could anything live up to that sort of uh, expectation, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it but it but it certainly did not, um, and uh, you know, I think I think that uh, that sort of fall from grace I had, or not, not me, I said, per se, or in a, in a, it was me too, um, but just the, the fall from grace that the military had, I guess, in, in my mind, and like, where I held it in such high esteem, uh, was, was, uh, it was a soul, um, searching, uh, number of years, um, I was in the military still, you know, it's not a, easy in or easy out situation when you, to, <laughs> right. when you decide to join the military. Um, but I was in it, uh, and I, I still, still was going to be in it for a while, um, and I had to sort of try to make sense of things. Um, and uh, I, I, I just really was, was striving for some way to uh, knit these, these, uh, these things that seemed to be at odds with each other together in, in some way that made sense. Um, and it, it was sort of through that process, uh, I really just sort of stumbled upon how, uh, 
how little I knew about many things, um, and uh, I just I just decided that it was time for me to uh, start cracking open books and just really really uh, listening and learning and just trying to understand because there was just a it was evident to me that I I, I was missing a lot of uh, a lot of context, a lot of history, a lot of a lot of. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of background on, on, on a lot of the world, including the military. Uh, you know, what what have we done? What are we doing? You know, as a as a United States military, and before that, you know, what what uh, what have militaries been doing? You know, globally, and uh, starting. You know, I think really more focused in military history to try to understand there, but so slowly broadening out into trying to construct became more important to me when I stumbled upon uh, what was supposed to be just a rough primer of, of philosophy. Uh, it was it was uh, history of Western philosophy by Bertrand Russell, and yes, yeah. it was. It, was uh, it became sort of my, uh, I guess, very uh, like intense special interest, uh, where I was trying to knit together sort of this philosophical, this moral framework that sort of made sense of the world, um, and, uh, that's, that's what I was actually, what we were talking about last night was, uh, yeah, what, yeah. what finally, recently, uh, I've stumbled, uh, stumbled upon, and that really has imbued my, uh, existence, my life with more meaning is, is, uh, a, a call, you know, a duty, a duty to serve, um, and we were, we were, we were talking about Cornell West and, you know, what, uh, what is a, you know, prophetic witness, and I, I'd read, I'd read a book uh, by Cornell West, Doctor Cornell West, and uh, I, I didn't really, didn't really quite click. But uh, you know, last night you explained it, explained it uh, in a number of ways, um, and it, uh, I think, just that sort of uh, collection, constellation of, of ex- uh, various explanations finally clicked, um, and I think that's that's sort of. Uh, we drew, we drew a drew a connection there. I think sort of this call to serve. You know, being being in the military, that was initially what pulled me in, and I, I, I still I still feel that uh, call to serve. But it's a uh, it's 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 a uh, you know a servant leadership uh, where you are a uh, you are you are a, you are a servant to those who are in your community. Uh, you sort of see them as as people you're responsible for, um, and, you know, your community can be, for me, it's just, uh, from starting, you know, it's just me, uh, so I have to be responsible for myself, but it's also my, my wife, Julia, you know, and, yeah. um, my mom, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, just, just slowly trying to broaden that, that, uh, that group, uh, that I'm, that I feel like I'm responsible for, um, and trying to trying to help and um, and I, I guess to do, to define like help I mean I, I really just mean uh, to to understand to listen uh, to, to see where they're at uh, you know and try to try to try to help them discover something that that helps them imbue their life with meaning uh, whatever whatever that that magical sort of connection could be uh, you know, for me, it's servant leadership. I think it just makes sense, you know, just given my background, given where I where I've come from. But um, I think for someone else, it could be 
it could be some something else, something completely different, but also just aligns, I think, towards, uh, I think, an overall just a positive and uh, sort of total uh, view of humanity where we are, uh, every, everyone is included in, 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 uh, yeah. in that, in that, uh, yeah, in that, in that group, you know. That's nice. I mean, because where this started was, you know, you describing some of these um, rift moments or these these occasions that that sparked dissonance, cognitive dissonance. Sure. You know, maybe even you know certain like experiential dissonances uh, that that for some, I think, can lead to use the term spiral again, but not talking about spiral dynamics can lead us to spiral in, into, chaos. into chaos or like, yeah, toward, toward other sorts of unhealthy, yeah, unhealthy, uh, directions where it's, where it sounds like some of these rifts and some of these like breakings or these dissonances have inspired you to go is, is in search of sort of wholeness. Yeah. And I think that kind of comes back again to our, one of the overarching themes of this season. Another thing we've asked people to address, and maybe you can sort of combine uh, a couple of things here, is what are some of the texts that have sustained you along this journey that you've been on? Um, Things that have either helped to repair rifts or help you navigate beyond those things perhaps but also just kept you motivated along this journey and then you've used the word in our conversations over this you know this 24 hour period wild 24 hour fishing pilgrimage we've been on you've used the word imbue a little bit and talked about imbuing things with meaning Um, it sounds like there might be something that this imbuing with meaning might be the you know the back end stage or the result of of encounters with sustaining sources yeah uh, or it, things that have like places that are uh, or not places but things that have had valuable input or effects on your formation sure uh, say a little bit about that sure yeah so as far as text um, there's there's so many uh, that have been uh, so meaningful but I think one of the first and most impactful ones was uh, Carl Sagan's Cosmos uh, and his sort of message, overarching message was, you know, that life is precious and uh, should be treated treated that way. Uh, it's sort of like an all-encompassing life. Um, and, you know, one of, one of the books that, that he recommended, and, you know, I think all books are sort of like this, uh, these, these, you know, recommend every book recommends another book and then you you end up on this journey uh but he recommended a uh uh, a history of western philosophy uh by a different author but i ended up picking the version by bertrand russell up and uh philosophy more generally was one of the greatest gifts to me and sort of just people have been thinking about really tough questions for a really long time and they have come up with some really great thoughts and discussions and uh, theories and ideas about about very complicated and 
tough or seemingly simple questions sometimes. Um, and I think seeing sort of this this awesome sort of framework get created, uh, you know, by, by one philosopher and then another philosopher, you know, from the frame, from the perspective of being where we are in history, you know, just completely wreck that framework and come up with another framework uh, and sort of seeing, watching these uh, come come and go uh, was was something that was, uh, it was, it was very impactful and just seeing that these, none of these ideas are fixed, none of these systems are fixed mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, everything is sort of in a, in a, in a state of, state of, uh, state of change, state of evolution, uh, all the time. And, um, you encountered, perhaps you encountered a permission to, to go to those questions that had been off limits before sure, yeah. where these ruptures or these rifts had happened, whether that be in your childhood or in, in the military and uh, instead of, you know, I, I say this having been in these positions myself, that I've, I've been the, the, the unknowing hamster in the wheel, I've been the knowing hamster in the wheel, and then I've ditched the wheel. Sure. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's not a value judgment necessarily. Sometimes on, you can't ditch the wheel. Yeah. You know, it's not feasible for you. But, but it's to say that, like, it sounds like these kinds of encounters and, and this kind of text... Uh, not only inspired and sustained you along the way, but have given you perspectives and maybe permission yeah. to uh, to to go totally into I mean, unforged uh, territory and new new places, and to to really com- have compelled you and propelled you along this sort of larger scale meta narrative journey of life. Yeah, no, uh, the the permission to answer questions is great because I mean, uh, all of the philosophers are so. Uh, anyone who is, uh, anyone can be a philosopher, but people, uh, have asked some really great questions and, uh, that, that is the entire purpose of philosophy is to ask these questions that are, that are sometimes very inconvenient. Um, and there's a, there's a, uh, certainty there, sort of like a, you know, a fundamental right that, you know, these questions can be asked and they should be explored. Uh, and that, that, uh, that rift, you know, in the military, uh, for me was the, the, uh, the way that servant leadership just disconnected from, uh, meaning, uh, beyond sort of these sort of notional values that are very, uh, very, uh, mythologized within, within, within the military. I mean, there's no official religion, but the military does a great job of sort of constructing a sort of theology, uh, in, in, in the, in the God of leadership and like the, uh, the values that they, the military, the army, I, I guess was who I'm referring to specifically claims to, you know, represent, um, and like how they claim to represent them, uh, just don't match with, with reality. And, you know, the, uh, I, I've, I've had a fascination with economics, um, since, since I, uh, first undergrad and I uh, had that sort of morphed and combined into uh, fascination with economics and statistics and more recently uh, one of the greatest greatest uh, gifts uh, that I've found is is anthropology and just sort of the analysis of both your own and you know try to understand cultures and really the uh, the I guess the uh, some 
sometimes controversial, but uh, sort of where I'm coming from, and I guess maybe you could say as a, a postmodernist standpoint as well, is there's no, there is no right or perfect or, or correct culture. It's just happens to be the one that you're in, and uh, you know there's, there's there's aspects of it that make sense, and there's aspects of it that don't. But um, and informing, coloring, and informing the way you see the world. Sure. You know that culture. The military could be that culture, for instance. You know, it right. plays a part in your formation, gives you a lens through which to operate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that way, when you're getting back to this like idea of imbuing something with meaning, yeah, you're doing so through this lens. But like, it sounds like an encounter with. Both economics, statistics, and then and then across sort of the yeah. United, anthropology has given you have, has given you like it, your pursuit of exploring these fields has given you uh, additional lenses and tools with which to like imbue yeah. uh, not just objects with meaning, but your experiences. It sounds like too. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it's possible to take the lenses off, but I think it it might be possible to maybe try a, another lens on top of your current set of lenses and see how that and that 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 that, that looks um, but the yeah so so i mean i i just came to the point where i i felt that it was my right to ask these questions that i that it was not only my right but my duty uh, sort of contradicting i guess the uh, the the rules of the military but also following their values uh, which was to ask ask questions as to why why we were doing things that were endangering the lives of American soldiers and why we were doing things that were uh, not sustainably uh, setting up the, these, these, these uh, countries that we're operating in to, to be self-sufficient uh, or, or even be uh, more collaborative within their context and their, 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 uh, their part of the world that they, they're in. It's, it's usually... So that they operate within a context that's very suitable for for the United States, um, and uh, that that was uh, just something that I, I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't uh, find a way to make okay uh, and sit right with me. And um, you know, one of the uh, the you know I talk about imbuing imbuing existence, and we keep talking about that word, but um, for me. For me, uh, there was a period where, you know, I was, I was so cynical, you know, and I, I, I was so, I had sort of rejected any idea of, uh, you know, that there is some sort of, uh, narrative or, or moral structure that makes sense. And, uh, that, that was, uh, I really, I really, uh, put cynicism at sort of my, my core of existence and uh, the fallout from these sort of dissonances and yeah. rifts and problems. These, these, like. and these, these explanations or these, uh, these, these explorations, I should say, uh, they, uh, you know, cynicism seemed to be the only answer, which is really, it's sort of an, an absence. It's sort of a, it's, cynicism is, is an absence of anything. It's, it's, it's not really believing in anything in particular and uh, somehow also, also cutting other people down for what they believe, uh, and uh, I had gained these tools that made it very easy to sort of reject anything, uh, you know, either with 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 these rational methods or uh, you know through through these uh, you know these these techniques of deconstruction. Uh, 
but I uh, had failed to imbue my own or give myself any meaning uh, and any any reason uh, for being, uh, and that was that was that was uh, it was it was very depressing. Um, you know, I struggled with 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 alcohol quite a bit during that time um, as sort of a coping mechanism, um, but sort of uh, you know talking about these issues with my wife, uh, Julie, who's also a veteran, also, um, had a, uh, sort of disillusionment, very strong disillusionment with the military. Um, it was, it was through our discussions and through our, our, these, these sort of questions we're grappling with, like how, what, what does life mean? What is the purpose of our existence? And, uh, you know, we, we landed on sort of this concept of, of servant leadership that the army had, you know, previously hijacked to, uh, you know, to achieve its own objectives. Um, and, uh, you know, the, when you, when you follow the generals to their, you know, their logical, uh, or the, the, their end point, you know, you see them involved in the military industrial complex profiting off these, these massive, uh, defense contracts being on the boards of directors of, of many of these companies. And it's, it's just, it's, it's so, it flies in the face of the, any, any concept of servant leadership because they're, they're very clearly serving themselves. Um, and I, I, uh, but we, we, we landed on this idea of servant leadership that, that I think is sort of this idea that the army was trying to, uh, sort of, sort of tap into which is uh, truly, you know, if, if you're if you're really if you really buy into servant leadership, um, at least as we we've sort of envisioned it, you uh, no, no question is off limits if the objective is to serve and better serve uh, those that you, uh, you you feel responsible for, and um, you know I think at a baseline I I uh, I, I do feel. Uh, know, responsible for, for, um, you know, to make as many people as I can manage, uh, better off. That's really the sort of, I guess the, the, the simple, simplified idea of servant leadership is what can I do to make as many people as I can sustain, as I can handle, as I have the energy to do, as I have the, the, the capacity to do every day. How can I make, help them be better off than where they're at right now? Um, and it's not through, it's not through charity because that 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 I think ultimately generates a lot of uh, dependency and resentment and uh, it's not through uh, you know simplified sort of uh, you know so one size fits all solutions it's it's uh, it's meeting everyone as an individual as a person that's on their own journey understanding that they are going through something that is profound and unique to them and meeting them there and connecting with them, and then once you've connected, ask what what can I do to help, you know, or or offer because maybe you see what it is you can do, and say, hey, do you need help with this? Uh, and that's that's uh, that was sort of the uh, the banishment, you know, the the the, the demon of cynicism, sort of like finally, uh, you know, was 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 ejected out of my like my core and uh you know I felt it I felt it go and in its place was this 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 almost spiritual um you know 
this this replacement and sort of unifying uh, energy that that when I landed on this concept, you know, and this, yeah. this version of servant leadership that was very particular to myself and my wife, um, but it, it meant, made sense to us. Um, wow. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I really, really, uh, it's, 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 it's not an easy thing to sort of find your, your purpose, but, um, I think it's a worthwhile journey and I think everyone should, should, uh, look for help trying to get there. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll help you if, uh, if, 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 <laughs> yes. if we ever meet. Yeah, I can. That's amazing. Matt, man, I, I really appreciate you taking time and even with sort of technical glitches and you're the one driving the car right now yeah. <laughs> up the 441, maybe the name of this episode, who knows. Um, as, as we kind of land this plane and wrap up, I can't help but think of this, this concept of the, the, Kerman, the current epoch of time in geological terms has been dubbed the Anthropocene because of sort of the human effects on literal geology and seismic shifts and, and yeah. climate and things like that. I, in a, in a totally different not life of my own, but like in a project I had started thinking through a couple years back, I, I wondered about something that you basically have spent this podcast articulating. And this is this through, through, un, I think it wouldn't be inappropriate to call them sort of unconventional channels of like sites of formation or encounter you've come to this place this 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 pursuit of wholeness in servant leadership that looks smells tastes a lot like some other sort of conventional models that exist out there not least of which is like the jesus model for instance uh and and this sort of and and that you articulated as this sort of almost spiritual awakening to me is giving me this sense of in this how we talk about epics what if what if we imagine the epic that we're heading into now or that is congruent to the uh the anthropocene or maybe the not so bad part of the anthropocene if such a thing could be or it could be what comes after it is this thing and all the latin people out there can can fix my poor latin uh, uh uh, appropriations here I think but I think the word to describe this spirit would be if we called it the anima scene or like to be to be animated by this sort of spirit and yeah. and move toward this this sense of unification unity and uh, and in, in, in as you've articulated it's servant leadership so I'm really inspired and motivated uh, to continue down a similar path uh, as you've articulated and I just appreciate uh, this journey that I've been on with you quite literally yeah, and that also that uh, you've been willing to be a guest on this uh, this here podcast yeah thanks thanks for uh, thanks for having me absolutely and so uh, with that if you enjoyed today's episode it would help if you write a review email us at foreshadowmagazine.com or connect on various social media platforms there you can also uh, visit uh, that website foreshadowmagazine.com to read uh, works that we publish there or find uh, podcast episodes that we recorded before including this one Uh, there you can also sign up for a free newsletter sharing new work every week thanks for listening that's the forecast for today